The opinions expressed are those of the show hosts and may not necessarily be of any company in which the show hosts may represent. Welcome to the Security Box, program number 92. I'm Jared Reimer. I'm giving the announcer voice a week off because we are happy to announce a partner to run the program. Yes, welcome Blue Street Radio, airing each and every Friday from 8 a.m. Central Time until the show's conclusion. That's 6 a.m. Pacific time. Visit them on the web at bluestreetradio.com. With that out of the way, let's talk about what we are going to talk about on the podcast. Our big topic is Conti, spelled C-O-N-T-I. They're known as other names in the industry and a very interesting article talks about what they've done the last two years to the hospital industry even though they've pledged not to touch the hospital industry in their attacks. In our first hour, we are going to cover some of the news that has been blogged around the landscape through our website at jaredtech.help. Without any further ado, let's go ahead and get this podcast started as broadcasted on the independent channel of The Mix on April 27th, 2022. Thanks so much for listening and make it a great day. Jared's shop. May I take your order for a username and password? The sign says Jared's shop. It said nothing about usernames and passwords. Yes, sir. Usernames, passwords, credit card information, all sorts of breach data. You name it, you've got it here at Jared's shop. Well, that sounds lovely, but I really only wanted to pick up a USB drive. Well, sorry, sir, but the USB drives come with all sorts of data, all for sale right here. 
right now. At the asking price of at least $100. Well, USB drives start at least at 10 bucks. I need a USB drive so that I can store some data on it of my own, such as audio book files, files from the library, the library. Maybe, maybe some backups of some other stuff. And if need be, I'd like to be able to send some stuff to some people, and they only have the capacity of receiving them through flash drives. So I need blank ones. Well, sorry, sir, but we don't have any blank flash drives here. If we did, whatever you wanted from usernames, passwords, and more can be put on these drives, but at a premium cost. Sorry, sir, I'm not interested in that. I'll just have to find another shop. Welcome to the security box. The security box with Jerry All right, folks, this is the security box. This is program number 92. I'm sitting here catching Nick up on how I did this particular script. And uh, as I as, as those people on Clubhouse don't know and have never actually heard the thing, um, it's actually quite good. I, I actually wanted to expand it more as I was recording it, but I decided to do it the way it was because I did I did it and it was uh, already three minutes long. And then I added the echoes and things and it made it a little bit longer. And, and so it was like, you know, this is just going to have to do. Um all right, I don't have anybody new. Let's go ahead and switch some buttons and bring club... Really? Um, I'm trying to bring up the open toggle audio so I can bring you on, but it isn't opening and I just updated club deck yeah the whole thing's 
Uh-oh. I'm having a technical problem. Because my control end's not working. My Oh, let's see something. Uh, yeah, something's not quite right. What's going on here? It was working. Um, all right, so... I'm having a bit of a technical problem. Let's, oh, I can't make a moderator. Oh Lord. Um, great. Nothing's working now and I just, <sighs> this is not the way to, Hold on, what's going on here? Oh, alright. I had a club deck notification that said something went wrong. I was like, really? Alright, um, there it goes. There it goes. We're having a little bit of technical problems at the moment, but we're getting there, ladies and gentlemen. Usually, it all just works. All right. Um, now that we fixed that problem, which isn't, which happens from time to time, welcome to the security box, Mr. Jackson. Hey, glad to be on here, as usual. We've got some very interesting news, and uh, one of them is that this program, although technical difficulties or not, uh, it's actually going to... Starting... And... Oh boy, what is this doing? What's it doing now? I'm really having problems today. Okay. Uh-oh. All right, we're good now. So we okay. are going to uh, start with the rebroadcast of this program on a radio station that just started, which actually is going to be used mainly to for... Uh, a certain uh, area of uh, Illinois, I believe it's Illinois, if I remember correctly. And, Kansas, uh, actually. I talked I think. to the owner, and uh, I asked if he would like to have this program aired. Now, as I said, this uh, we sort of got off to a little bit of a rough start, but it's that's the way it's going to go for today. And. Uh, we are happy to be broadcasting on Friday mornings when both of us should be sleeping at 6 a.m. Right. Pacific time. And that'll be 8 central time. And uh, this will give us enough opportunity 
where if I have to switch days, I can still get them a podcast on time. Nice. So, uh, welcome Blue Streak Radio to the program. And uh, while your first program is a little bit of a rough going due to a, a few technical issues, we're just going to press on. And I hope that you enjoy the program and I will give your owner some uh, other co- uh, programs. So in case there isn't a program for one week, um, they'll have something to run in place. So uh, they actually enjoyed the program and have, to- have told me that they they do enjoy it, even with all the technical issues and all. So, you know, it is what it is. It's computers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I added a couple of items to the news, and one of them had actually been bugging me for a little while. So, we're going to do news first, and then we'll get into um, our big topic, which is going to talk about the Conti group. And... Uh, for they are one of several ransomware groups that are out there to cause trouble. And it is uh, one of those where we kind of predicted this in the field. And so we'll talk a little bit more about this as the program goes on. I'm calling this program Conti did not do what they said they would do. Attacks healthcare providers and more. How about that for a title? That's quite a title. Well, do you think it fits? I do think it fits, though. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I'm uh, happy to hear that. Because... I thought it was too. But I've got something interesting. And I have known and uh, I've known of this for uh, some time now and I thought it was time to really get some answers 
And we're talking about the Who's Who directory. Now. Oh, yes. For those who are not aware of this, there's a very interesting story behind this. And uh, we are going to talk about that now because uh, I've gotten about a half a dozen emails in the last few weeks. No, I am not going to mention any domains, although I did mention them, at least one of them on the blog, because I found it quite interesting about one of the one of the two domains I got it from. The third email went back to the first domain, by the way. Exactly, right? You're chuckling because... <laughs> yeah, pretty typical of these people. <laughs> but what was funny about the domain... Is... The fact that... They used... A subdomain which pretty much redirected to a whole different domain. It's nothing malicious. Mm-hmm. It's not malicious. So you could in theory if you get one of these emails fill it out. But I've got a big problem with the way that this one worked. And uh, I, I think it's worth talking about. So, this Who's Who's, direct, uh, who's Who directory is an interesting thing. I've been asked about this directory many years ago. So somebody came to me. Again, no names. I'm not mentioning any names. And they said, what is this? And I said, I don't know. I've never heard of it. And they were telling me what the email was. And I said, that's interesting. I've never heard of it. And the long or the short of it was that they never did anything with it because they're like, you know, if I'm going to win an award of some sort, I'm going to be getting, you know, something official in the mail, right? Or, or an invitation to speak somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they're already going to know who you are. Within the last several weeks, I write, I've personally been getting email from various domains that claim to allow me to sign up for the thing. So they ask for your name, 
your phone number and your occupation. They're sending me an email and identifying me by name and they're asking me to give them information. But my name. <laughs> oh, <man>. Yes. <laughs> wow. Without giving the domains I write, which one I don't remember, yes, there was one that looked very, very strange, and I don't remember it. I remember one of them because it, I mean, I guess I could, in theory, without giving the full domain, talk about one of the two. Commando.com's Kim Commando mentioned by an invited phone call that it was once popular about 30 years ago. So, okay, you know, uh, maybe in the 80s. I, I you know, I, I wasn't... Um, I mean, I was born in the 80s, but I never heard of it until somebody was asking me about it in the 2000s. Wow. Because that's when they were getting email. So, again, no names. I know who was involved in it. So the name Who's Who, she says is in the public domain and my research indicated that you now need to pay at least $900 to get the directory if you even get one to boot. Oh, gosh. So, th there used to be a directory where you could get it for free and, and you know people could sign up. It's, it's sort of like the phone book. Mm -hmm. But now, it seems from the AARP article that I found that is linked on the blog, as I write for full details, search who's who directory on the blog, there should be articles there, which there are, there are two of them. One links back to the other, just, just for simplicity's sake. But, boy, uh, they pretty much stated that it was once it was once active, but you could have a directory of male people, or you know, dog people, or computer people, yep. and I guess what they're doing now is taking this once acclaimed name because somebody did maintain it but as Kim stated on the call um, we don't know what happened to it so it's kind of one of these that I think it's best to just tell people if you get anything claiming that you could sign up for this just don't. Yeah. 
Um, nine hundred dollars down the it, toilet. I mean, especially it was interesting because when I got the second one and it was it was the same guy from a different email address and a different domain, and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Now, here's here's something interesting. Now, I'm not going to give you the exact domain. Well, I'll give you the beginning of the domain. I'm not going to tell you if it's a .com, .net, .org, .info, whatever. Mm-hmm. Fair enough? Fair enough to me. Okay. One of the domains was hospital tests. <laughs> H-O-S-P-I-T-A-L-T-E-S-T-S. What in the world? And I thought, huh, maybe this domain is used as a testing ground for hospitals to deal with all of the cybersecurity problems. Great domain. Well, mm-hmm. they created a subdomain called F. Dot hospital tests. This then redirected to welcome. Dot who's who two thousand twenty one. dot com slash and a whole bunch of random characters very weird looking domain I actually copied the link from the email. I actually never clicked on it. I copied the link and then did it within private browsing mode. I should be turning on my VPN when I want to do this crap. Okay. The other when I when I continue to do my research on this there were domains like who's who directory.uk and all and various other ones around the world and all of them said that they've been around at least over a hundred years. That's a little hard to believe. <laughs> one said 173. <laughs> Um, I know, I know the one that I looked at just said over a hundred years. It didn't, it didn't give a specific number. So, if you want the podcast where I talk to Kim about it, I do have a copy because I want to listen to it. I decided to sign up for the community forums over on Commando. I am going to pay the yearly $50 charge 
I could probably get some use out of it. I could probably blog some thoughts and things over there about things I'm reading. Um, and I can ask some questions and participate in the security forums and sort of keep myself up to date. So I could probably see it of value. They invited me. Uh, they really, uh, Kim really liked the idea of me coming on the show to talk about this because um, it's not well known. And she saw that I actually did some research and actually sent her the article on Twitter <coughs> that I found that uh, did talk about this. And again, it's an AARP article. It's linked on the blog, Search Who's Who. My website is jaredtech.help. Uh, for those who are listening on Blue Streak Radio, that's the shortened URL to it. <clears throat> and I uh, definitely want to know if you have heard of this and did you fall through with it. Let me give out some contact information. I think what I'm going to do is give out my techatmenv.org email address starting with this podcast because it's probably the easier address for people to remember. So you can email or iMessage me at J at uh, well you could email or iMessage me at J A R E D R I M E R at 986themix.com if you are um, listening to this on a rebroadcast on the independent channel. Uh, Blue Streak Radio can also use that address if they wish, but you can also use the memorable address tech, that's T-E-C-H, at M-E-N-V-I dot O-R-G. And uh, you can email or iMessage there. You can also text or WhatsApp 804-442-6975. I'd be interested to hear if people have been interested in this. I'm not... I don't think I'm technically allowed to replay the conversation that that I had with Kim, but um, it is definitely uh, something... If you want to sign up for the Commando Forms, go to getkim.com. It will take you to a sign-up page where there's a checkbox by default that says get 30 days free. Um... The sign-up process is simple. I had a little bit of trouble, but that's because I didn't check a box that I was supposed to check. But um, it was fairly straightforward. Um, There's a lot of stuff over there, so you might want to check it out. Getkim.com Okay, Nick. The next topic of what was probably the biggest topic of last week's program, Lapsus Dollar News. Oh, yes. We have more news coming from Krebs. Unless he spotted it on the blog, but we will go through the half a page that I wrote on it. And we can discuss this if you wish. And if anybody is on Clubhouse and they want to raise their hand, they may do so. Um, and I have made make Nick <laughs> Nick a moderator. And uh, he can bring you up. 
because I'm I can't yep. I don't want to be focused on the window. Um, I think that's part of my problem because Clubhouse refreshes so much that I want to try a different method. Okay, so going back from last podcast I write, we have some news in regards to lapsus dollar, which I'm going to refer to as lapsus. But they have a dollar sign at the end of their name. Okay? Uh, That should be talked about. According to a recent article by Krebs on security, there was leaked chats that were sent to him apparently by one of their members. It goes into a lot of painstaking detail on what they tried to do to gain access to companies like T-Mobile, Microsoft, and others. They were not deterred by getting shut out and even making it public what they were doing on a public channel of Telegram. The information was shared that, uh, oops, the information shared was a supposed private channel just for members of the group. Just because they're down doesn't mean that they might not come back under a different name in the future. Mm-hmm. Read the article on the blog and search Lapsus Dollar for full details. You can also search Lapsus, L-A-P-S-U-S, and it should bring those up. Did you read the article, Nick? As a matter of fact, I did. And Talk. I have to agree that that just seems too... Well, for one thing, it just seems uh, just too suspicious that they would just shut down and announce that. That just... Uh, come on. <laughs> They're probably hibernating somewhere. <laughs> and why, why would a member... Uh, here's my question. Why would a member... Go ahead and talk to a journalist like Brian. Right. That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, okay, if you're going to get caught anyway, I guess there really isn't a point. But they were actually pretty public, and and the article said that they, you know, they were pretty public on mm-hmm. everything. So that was probably their own doing. I, I mean, if they. If people read their telegram, that's how Microsoft was able to shut them down and prevent them not get as much data as they got as it was. 
was because somebody was blabbing about it. Just saying. Okay. The producer of Throwback Saturday Night, which is on server 2 of 98.6 The Mix as part of our programming here on The Mix, called me up to tell me about a scam that seems to be coming back and was actually talked about as part of this past Saturday's program that I was on, on Kim Commando. It goes something like this. I want to meet you and I found you somewhere and I want to... Um, I want you to go to this URL and we can hook up and uh, chat and do things and whatever because I love you and uh, this, that, and the other. And Mm. it turns out that he did not go to the URL. Apparently... This came from a phone number in the state that he lives. He asked me what he should do. I said, maybe you ought to call them and see where it goes. Apparently, they texted back and said they couldn't talk at the moment. That's pretty typical of people if they're working. Hey, text me. I'm in a meeting. That happened to me with one of my guys at Metro, who actually is a podcast listener. Mm-hmm. He actually texted and said, I can't talk. Um, I'm in a meeting, but type to me you know, or text me. Okay, no problem. But the fact that they gave some type of link to chat on a first encounter, hey, Nick, I want to hook up with you and let's go to a a, a channel here because I don't want to I, I don't want to uh, talk on here. Go to this uh, URL and sign up. It's free. Hmm. Now, I was swindled into one of these many years ago. And, okay, they want a verification, you know, credit card for verification, you're over 18. They're supposed to pend a dollar. Uh-oh. For verification. I was pended $19.95. Oh, a little more than a dollar. Yes. So I called the company and I said, somebody texted me and told me to sign up and they said it was free, but you just charged me $20 and I don't want to be here. So they they were able to void the charge. So I wasn't actually billed because I called that very morning. And uh, I told them, I said, you know, you just swindled me. 
in a, you know, I, I don't remember the exact words, but I said, you know, I was just charged twenty dollars. Like, oh no, 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 it's free. Uh, it's you know, the it's only supposed to be a verification charge. Nope, it was a twenty dollar charge. Sorry. It wasn't a, a, a verification charge. If I wanted uh, age verification, I would pend your card a dollar, not twenty. Right, right. That's the typical way of doing business. I I called one of these types of lines, and they actually penned a dollar after you run the card after they run the card to verify that it's good and then if you use the service they'll run a full charge mhm they don't pay, they don't bill $20 to start okay Uh, I sent a couple of messages to the list I haven't blogged about yet. One, uh, I haven't read yet, but Spring Shell, or what was known as Spring 4 Shell, is now being targeted. Uh, the article is entitled Hackers Hammer Spring Shell Vulnerability in a, in a bid to install crypto miners. That's not surprising. Security Now talked about it. And Android is not out of the woods yet because we have another article I haven't read yet titled Critical Bug Could Have Let Hackers Commandeer Millions of Android Phones. So please uh, make sure you update your phones if you can. Yeah. Please. Please. So those two I need to blog and actually read. I haven't read them yet, but I still have them. Uh, my, I'm looking to do that and uh, get those blogged. And you never know. Maybe they'll be next week's topic. I don't know yet. Mm, could be. All right, Nick, it's 11.48 in the morning. We started at about 11.10, and I know we had some technical problems to start with, but before I get us into our topic, what caught your attention in the news? Well, there was actually another thing that I saw. It was another post about... A new kind of Facebook marketplace scam. I don't use them, so I didn't. Yes, pay that, much I, that to came it. from Commando. But go ahead, talk about it, because I 
I did blog quite a bit. So what caught your attention? That one, talk about it while I go well, uh, post the link to the topic. Sure. I think what mainly caught my attention was uh, the new twist that was mentioned. The fact that, well, for one, somebody may respond and say, hey, I want to buy that product. And this is actually one area where I disagree slightly because one of the red flags that was post that was pointed out was that this person didn't even ask a single thing about the object. Given these days that we're dealing with right now, I think people are looking for any deal they can find regardless of where it comes from and regardless of how defective or damaged it might be. So some people, if they see, hey, this is available, oh, yeah, I'm getting it, scam or not. <laughs> I don't care who it is. I don't, like, I don't care if it's in, you know, South Central. I'm still going to buy it <laughs> or supposedly buy it. You, you know what tipped me off that this was a big problem was that he said, you know, you need to pay. Um, I'm going to be paying like $500 with Zell, um, and you need to send it back so that um, Zell's verified. You know, I signed up for Zell through my bank, and uh, I clicked a link in my email, and mm -hmm. I also um, gave them a code sent to me by SMS. Yep, that's the verification. I've never had money sent through Zelle yet, but I figured, why not sign up? If somebody says, do you have it? I can give them my email address or phone number, and they can send me the money, and uh, that way they don't have to worry about PayPal or uh, you know me running a, a, a direct credit card charge even though I could do it right then and there. Yeah, I have Zelle, and I have to say it works pretty well. So I signed up for Zelle, and as far as I'm aware, it's active. Um, we can exchange some information offline, and um, maybe we can test it out a little bit. Um, sure. And see how it works. Um because I've never used it and I don't know exactly how it works but I can give you an email address to use mm -hmm. and um, I mean I would trust you with my actual phone number but I'm not you know so we, we can talk and um, maybe we could just see how it works you don't have to give me a lot yeah You know, um, but be that as it may, I believe that I'm verified. It's it said I'm verified just by, you know, put you know clicking the link and um, logging in and or verifying it through the SMS code that it sent me. I didn't have to give them five hundred dollars. So yes, that supposedly. that was what caught my attention. For the scam. Supposedly it's, to validate okay, the quote-unquote um, account. I'm going to pay you, call it $550, mm -hmm. 
and you need to send me back $500 and that will verify the uh, charge. That'll verify the account. Wow. That's what uh, caught my attention on it. And, 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 I, and, and, and the fact that it was a listener to Kim who sort of understood this uh, really made this uh, not go the way that they wanted. It wasn't the no. sight unseen that bothered me. It was paying more than you're asking for and then saying, oh, by the way, send this much back to me so that Zell can be verified. Speaking of Facebook, won't spend too much time on this, but I've noticed those um, those stupid grant scams are back again. I've gotten a few of those in Messenger recently. You know what? I don't. I haven't gotten. I I did get one that was telling me that I could sign up for that I could get a grant, and they got a grant that was able to pay for stuff. And I pretty yep. much told them. I said. Menvi has applied for tons of grants and we haven't been able to get a single one and I, I forget um, I said you got lucky because I think they said they bought assistive technology or something and that I was to go to this page and fill it out and you know they'll give you a ton of money and I'm like that that's not how it works right <laughs> right there's actually a process and we actually followed that process and it didn't uh, it did not go it, we did not get any money from any type of grant I think I still have the message in my messenger um, oh I've got several of them I think they were from uh somebody's account who got compromised somehow I believe you're correct um, I don't believe yeah but somebody said that they bought you know technology or you could buy whatever you want with this money and I'm like yeah but going to a website and giving them some information and you, you just getting the money it doesn't work that way or in my case, contacting the dis the head of disbursement agent or something like that doesn't even sound like a legit title. Come on. No, I don't think so. Yeah, that I can supposedly get my fifty thousand dollars. Sure. <laughs> that I won't have to pay back. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, whatever. I'm continuing to get the Zippy Loans emails. You know the uh, get your get your fifteen thousand dollars by tomorrow and and get a oh. low interest uh, payment. Um, deal oh yes, on those. It. Yes, and I believe those are coming from different domains too. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, I want to see what else. 
what else uh, real quick before we uh, really get into the meat of the show. I know we started a little bit late, but I I did that on purpose because I wanted people to come in on Clubhouse. Oh, yeah, the Facebook Marketplace, the top story right now on the blog. Uh-huh. Oh, Elon Musk buying Twitter, yes or no? Um, I saw that. I don't think it'll... It might happen, but even if it does, I don't think it's really going to make as much of a difference as people are claiming it will. Well, I guess what we're going to have to see is whether he actually follows through with ousting the board, which which apparently is part of the problem because but I'm afraid that if he does, he's going to be bring people like Trump back and we know Trump was part of the problem. I I've heard that, but I don't really think he has not directly. No, I, I know what you're saying, but no, that's not actually what I was going to say. I don't think he has much of a desire to come back because it, from what I was seeing, because um, oh, he's already these... in trouble as it is. We, um, um, the maid was actually talking to me about that, and I did spot that on KNX. I was looking for something mm. else, and um, I did spot an article that mentioned that he was in a lot of trouble, and uh, I figured at one point or another it was going to come back to bite him. I figured that uh, we're not going to touch it but apparently he he had never turned over his taxes like they like he said that he did and uh, apparently uh, he's now going to face some very serious consequences of not doing what he's required to do as a businessman Mm -hmm. so I think that's a little sad, um, but that's not part of this program. The only reason why I mentioned it was because Trump Hotels many years ago was breached at least three times. We have coverage of that on the blog. Search Trump Hotels or just search Trump. Um, You'll find articles that I've even linked to from other um, from other writings that I've done uh, off off of the tech blog, if you're interested. Hmm. Oh yes, Google is finally doing something about malicious apps that take advantage of the security landscape of the accessibility portion of your Android phone. I couldn't find the articles offhand, but I remember writing about several Android apps through the years that took advantage of the accessibility toolkit, you know, the the, the part of the phone that allows talkback and uh, voiceover and, and screen access technology to run. Yep. Okay. Do you understand that these malicious apps were able to do anything that they wanted, including but not limited to recording conversations, camera, 
and even exfiltration if they wanted to. Google has said that's enough of that crap. We are going to remove everything that is using the accessibility framework because what these apps are doing is not what this framework is designed to do. Thank you, Google. It took you long enough, but we've gotten coverage of several of these apps that were maliciously doing stuff without your consent of, of your users. And what they did was use the accessibility framework to basically, uh, you know, record and do whatever they want. Yep. Um, so thank you for finally doing something about it. I couldn't help but blog that. That was that was a must blog. Yes. Hey, look, a news tone. <laughs> that was a real note reset tone. Oh. Yes. Um, as it's getting yes. older, I think sometimes it has issues with some of these stupid emails that come in. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. One of them, I think, was a so, spam email. Go ahead. So, the government is finally getting into the picture of the... I can't believe we're getting into this... I've contemplated that article for a while. As the DHS vulnerability finals, where 122 vulnerabilities were found, and what was it 20 plus? Were 22 were critical? 27, I thought. 27, I think, is what I saw. Well, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. There were quite a number of critical, and uh, you're a little late to the party, people. Yeah. A little bit late. A little bit late. A little bit late. <laughs> yes. Good job on uh, paying out the money to the researchers that helped you fix your stuff before somebody else actually took advantage and did some real damage in all seriousness and uh, you well actually there are probably a bunch of companies that are late to the bug bounty program or trying to fix vulnerabilities that are probably that that are probably there ever since they incepted whatever they built We covered another article on the Lenovo fiasco that covered at least 100 laptops with some very serious problems. I believe we talked about that last week, but I saw another article on the Security Box email list about it. And so please make sure that you are 
getting those updates from Lenovo and contact them if you need help. My buddy Sean Everest posted a couple of items um, talking about some various things. So make sure you take those and uh, copy and paste those links because he doesn't know how to do the HTML coding for it. One notification. Dice World. Now, and Dice World. You're all with Dicer. Four. Press home. Dice World. Now, clear. No, Dice World, you can Three wait. Off. I think that's it, Nick. Uh, I think we covered the news within an hour. Yeah, I think uh, that covers it from what I saw. No caller ID. Oh, no, an incoming call. Oh, this may be a spammer. Look, this could be good. Let's see. Hello? Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that. Okay, so let's take that off the air for the moment. And what we're going to do is I'm going to uh, allow people to take a breath. So I'm going to play a song. And when we come back, we are going to go ahead and get started with our topic on Conti. Let's play some self-delusion from the Happiness Hurts Me album. Here is I Had to Kill All I Love. It's a 2001 album, which can be found on Magnatune, <clears throat> and uh, we will continue with Conti after the track. This is the Security Box, broadcasting on the Independent Channel on 98.6 The Mix, as well as rebroadcasting on Blue Streak Radio on Friday mornings. I hope that you're enjoying the program as much as I am bringing it to you. And we will continue with more right after this track.
I have to kill all I love by self-delusion from the 2001 album Happiness Hurts Me and uh, you can find self-delusion and many other artists on Magnatune what I'm going to do is I'm going to break for a moment and we're going to switch files and then we're going to get right into our topic dealing with Conti. The Security Box with Jerry to join us on the security box email list several of us will post articles several may comment on the articles and you're welcome to join us to talk about what interests you post articles join the discussion and maybe learn something that you might not have learned before the subscription process is fairly easy just send a blank email to you the security box dash subscribe at 986themix.com or find a link to the security box at 986themix.com under the list for social media. This service is part of 986themix's email list. Come join us today. Say hello. Welcome back to the program. Hi, everyone. So, uh, I have pinned for Clubhouse's use a link to today's story, and we are going to, in theory, <clears throat> take quotes from the article as I normally do to help aid the discussion and I'm saddened that um, Ravi isn't here this week I wonder where I told him he's welcome he actually contributed (coughs) and made the program very interesting I hope that he will check out the replay and if he wants to comment, he can do so, and we can definitely read his um, program uh, uh, notes and things on the air if he would like to have those comments uh, and notations of what he wants to say read. Your comments are very important to me. Welcome to the program again. Email or iMessage tech, that's T-E-C-H, at M-E-N-V-I dot you can also use my mix address, jaredreimer at 986themix.com if you'd like. Text or WhatsApp, 804-442-6975. Uh, 
We've talked through the years about Conti. They're not. They're a group that that is not really gone away. In fact, they actually took the top spot after our evil was pretty much uh, closed in the ransomware industry, if you remember correctly, Mr. Jackson. <coughs> um, don't have as much of a memory of that, but. You can look it up. Yes. It has been one of the most prolific gangs out there after our evil was taken down. The article we're taking from today is titled Conti's Ransomware Toll on the Healthcare Industry. That's the link that's actually pinned on Clubhouse, and it's been that way so people could read what we what the main topic was going to be about. And I found that it is a great <coughs> read if you haven't read it already. So let's start with our first paragraph that I quoted. Conti one of the most ruthless and successful Russian ransomware groups publicly declared during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic that it would refrain from targeting healthcare providers. Can but new information confirms eyes. this What was that? I said, can we just pause while I roll my eyes? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're good. Let me know when to continue. I'll let you roll your eyes. Okay. One more. One more. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but new information confirms this pledge was always a lie and that Conti has launched more than 200 attacks against hospitals and other health care facilities since first surfacing in 2018 under its earlier name, Ryuk, spelled R-I-R-Y-U-K. Oh, you know of them. Well... I happened to read the article briefly this morning, so that's that's the only way I know of them now. Okay, well they 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 were one of one of the prolific ones too. I don't remember if it was the top one. I think our evil was, and Ryuk was second. And there were other there were other ransomware gangs that were pretty prolific. I was actually happy when I heard that Ryuk was closed, and then I remembered, oh crap, all they're going to do is they're going to just change their name, they're going to lay low, maybe some of their people will get arrested, but then they're just going to come back and do whatever, and so it didn't surprise us when Conti, spelled C-O-N-T-I, for those who want to know, um, it came into this space. And uh, 
they went right, they went right to work. Uh, Security Now covered them when the group started, and um, other podcasts came out and, and covered it. And you could probably find articles on my blog about it, jaredtech.help. Uh, go ahead and search that out. And if you want podcasts, I can arrange for them to be uh, sent to you. Please let me know its number and or date. Um, uh, preferably the number because I, I I put the numbers in for a reason. It helps me make sure that I get the right one. Mm-hmm. If you have a date, uh, that's fine too. So. On April 13th, so just recently, according to the article, Microsoft executed what is called a, quote, legal sneak attack against Z-Loader. Now, Z-Loader, I'm probably laughing, but because we are covering this on a brand new station... For those who aren't aware of Z-Loader, it is basically a payload of different attacks uh, or or attack methods to get ransomware onto a victim's machine. So it it comes with a bunch of different um, uh, vulnerability things that could pretty much take care of your machine and make it so that the actors can get into it and then they can drop whatever they want if my memory serves me you could also search it out it's Z and then loader one word Mm -hmm. I write that it was a remote access Trojan and malware platform. Okay, so basically it can do whatever they wanted. It could sit there and lie dormant until the actors are ready for you. Or they could have it go to work and start preparing the the, the uh, network for in, uh, for attack or intrusion various groups used the rat and that's what they call this remote access children the the uh, the the word is rat not like the the rodent rat but uh, that's <laughs> That's pretty much what they call this. So various groups use the rat and malware programs on various targets, says the article. And we know that. <coughs> the court order allowed the giant to seize roughly 65 different domain names that were used to run the botnet. So it was also a botnet, a rat, and a malware problem. Oh, great. For those who are listening through Blue Streak Radio, a botnet is basically a bunch of computers 
that one person is tar- is using to do whatever they want. So they could, in theory, send all the computers over to your website and they could, in theory, with enough traffic, take you down with which, with what is called a, a distributed denial of service attack because they're distributing all of that traffic to your website. <clears throat> I do know that talking to the owner of your station that you have already been targeted quite a lot and that is only because your website is ran with WordPress which is a nice blogging platform and I know that it's used for websites I'm not going to sit here and say that's a bad thing but as I told them and I'm going to tell everybody publicly if you're going to run something like WordPress you got to make sure that it is up to date as possible if it says it needs an update because it can't run an updater to get you to the next major version, then treat it to one. Um, it will definitely thank you, and it'll protect you from potential attacks. And so, I'm not picking on Blue Streak Radio on purpose. They're, they are one of millions of websites that run WordPress that, as an actual website, not just a blogging platform like the Tech Blog. And so I want people to understand that this is a huge problem. And if you add plugins, that also um, makes this, the, the attack surface more of a problem because the actors know how to get into these plugins unless those holes have been closed by the developers of the plugins. So please make sure you are as safe as possible if you run WordPress as a website of uh, a platform. Quote, Microsoft's civil lawsuit against Zloader names seven, quote, John Doe's, end quote, essentially seeking information to identify cyber criminals who used Zloader to conduct ransomware attacks. As the company's complaint notes, some of these John Doe's were associated with lesser ransomware collectives such as Egregor, spelled E-G-R-E-G-O-R, and Netflim, spelled N-E-T-F-L-I-M, and that ends the quote. Both of those groups I am not familiar with. Never heard of them either. <clears throat> They're probably smaller groups that are not no um you know they probably were doing stuff but it's not you know well known you know they they sort of kept it on the low on the down low if you will right 
The article lists several backers that backed Microsoft on this effort. One worked at one point for the NSA, while the Health Information Sharing and Analysis Center also backed them. So we've got one gentleman who used to work for NASA and a full-blown company that backed Microsoft on this initiative to find out who these people are because Z-Loader has been around for many, many years. I think I've been talking about Z-Loader on the tech podcast for years. And so... uh, they're, they're, but but again, it's more of a platform than a a problem, and everybody uses it. Quote: Weiss said ransomware attacks from Ryuk slash Conti. Okay, so we're we're talking about both groups now. Right. Have impacted hundreds of healthcare facilities across the United States, including facilities located in 192 cities and 41 states and the District of Columbia. Forty-one out of the fifty states, folks. Yes, I'm pausing to allow people to comment if they want because that's a lot to take in right there. That's over half the country. That is about three quarters of the country. Yeah. Let's see. I relearned how to do this because we learned this many years ago in school. But if you take 41 divided by 50... You get 0.82, and then you times that by 100. That's practically 82% of the country. Uh, Of the U.S., anyway. Oh, speaking of... Okay, I can save it, actually. So, that's got to be pretty impressive. Yes. that's got to say a name for yourself as a group and no wonder they're the number one group now and that's why I thought it was a really good idea to just talk about it because and I agree this is a huge deal quote the attacks resulted in the temporary or permanent loss of IT systems oops I forgot to change it to actually say IT instead of the Uh, braille word oops it's okay Uh, IT systems that support many 
of the provider delivery functions in modern hospitals, resulting in canceled surgeries and delayed medical care. End quote. Weiss said in a declaration in parentheses PDF with the U.S. District of uh, Court for the Northern District of Georgia, end quote. That is awful. That is... That's precisely what I was going to say. Talk to me. And actually, in a way, I'm sorry to say this, uh, it makes some of what I was reading in Zero Day seem a little more realistic. Scary enough. And I know that we talked about Zero Day on a prior program, but I will give you the opportunity to talk a little bit more about Zero Day in, in relationship to this particular um, ransomware group slash uh, rat infested um, uh, group that uses anything at their disposal to get what they want. Uh, so I will turn off my mic for the stream while you go ahead and talk about that if you wish to do so. Of course, I get a heckle notification, which I have no interest in. Essentially, I don't want to give a whole lot away, but... There a series of very unusual and scary incidents happen, many of which don't seem connected. Well, as it turns out, there's actually a very strong connection, which is that a hacking group Fictional, of course, in the case of Zero Day, has essentially created a very serious rootkit. And um, that's kind of like, I guess, a cousin of what we were talking about earlier, the Z-loader. which allows them to do things like essentially shut down airliners, really, really screw up hospitals, as happens several times, which is why I mention it here, because that's connected. But a rootkit actually sits <clears throat> in memory. It's actually 
if I remember correctly, rootkits are those programs that like pretty much live on your system and they cannot be removed. They actually are basically implanted on your BIOS and there's no real easy way to get at them unless <coughs> you are in basically safe mode. Right. Because the operating system takes a hold of that when you boot. Yep. Now, I could be completely wrong, and we could do the research and correct the record if we're wrong. And if I am and somebody corrects me, please send me a note and let me know so that we can correct the record. Because no security person's going to be absolutely correct. Um, Steve Gibson's done this time and time again when he said something on one podcast and he gets a note correcting whatever he explained once but this time he said this and he's like oh yes this is what I meant and this is what it's supposed to be and so I will definitely take your comments and put it into notations so that uh, it can be corrected so if I'm wrong please um, let me know unless somebody does you know the research uh, before I do and says you know this is what it is you said this but it meant that please let me know because I want to make sure that we explain it as accurately as possible and I may be I may be wrong but I know that a rootkit is hard to get out of the computer where a rat a trojan a virus ransomware um, it can be removed with the right tools so if I'm wrong, somebody please correct me. Email imessagetech, T-E-C-H, at M-E-N-V-I dot org. Text or WhatsApp, 804-442-6975. And uh, I look forward to any corrections. I want to make sure that I give it right. And I, I, I have a hunch that I'm wrong. I'm partially right anyway. I know it's hard to get rid of, but I don't exactly remember how they work. So, if you're listening to this on the replay on Clubhouse and you back channel me, please, and you want to correct me, let me know that you know what the issue is. Let me know that you want to submit some feedback. You know, um, I'm getting more messages from people who are just saying hi. One of them addressed me by my last name. Um, what? They're like, hello, Rhymer. Like, like they know me. <laughs> I already read the profile, and I, I don't even know who they are. Probably a crypto again. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm getting more crypto. Did you check out, speaking of crypto, did you check out Saturday's uh, throwback Saturday night security hour? I missed that. What happened? Then you have that uh, we talked about crypto. Ah. Okay. We know that hospitals were affected by ransomware, even though these groups said they had nothing to do with it. <laughs> we know this. One of the hospitals 
had to send a patient, and I remember this clearly because I was mad. They had to send a patient in Germany 75 miles to the next nearest hospital because they couldn't treat them. What the hell? The patient did not make it. Ugh. Search Germany ransomware at jaredtech.help to get the article on this. In fact, that wasn't the only death that was dealing with ransomware. There was another one that came out sometime later. So there already have been two deaths because of ransomware. And from what I remember, I don't remember, I think it was the FBI... They are looking for the actors who were involved in that because now they can be charged with murder. I remember this clearly. That really, really upset me. That was awful. Reading the news, it's bad enough we have to deal with ransomware in this in this. Uh, ever-changing technology world and that's understandable but when you kill somebody unknowingly their goal is not to intentionally kill people their goal is to cause havoc that's what the, these groups are out for. They they are out for causing havoc. <coughs> okay. Yeah. But these guys have caused at least two known confirmed deaths in the world. I'm not reading. I'm talking right now. I'm not reading. My hands are on my chair. I am not reading right now. I promise you. Just think about that, folks. Search ransomware. You will find so many articles. If you don't find them through me, you will find them through other sources that are well-known, such as Ars Technica, Krebs on Security, and other well-known technology websites across the country and the world. This is no laughing matter and this is getting worse. The fact that Conti made a name of themselves for giving, uh, for using various types of things, denying everything and saying we had nothing to do with it when you know damn fucking well that you did pisses me off oh wait I can get off my soapbox now Nick because these guys don't have a conscience no 
And of course they're going to deny everything. I mean, that seems pretty stupid if a hacker were to just come out and say, yeah, I did it, or a hacking group were to just say that. I'm not in disagreement with you. But when you get the big news agencies covering the fact that a death, right, at least one confirmed one, is because of some ransomware, I would expect that the PR would say, yeah, we didn't intend for people to die, but, or for them to die. We have given the hospital their decryption key. Sorry about that. That's what I would be expecting them to do. And I think that happened in one instance where one group did target somebody, found out that it was an agency on their we don't attack list, and they did provide the keys. All right. Uh, quote. Mm-hmm. Hospitals reported revenue losses due to the riot infections for nearly $100 million from data I obtained through interviews with hospital staff, public statements, and media articles and quote Weiss wrote quote the Ryuk attacks also caused an estimated 500 million dollars in costs to respond <coughs> to respond to the attacks costs that include ransomware payments digital forensic services security improvements and upgrading impacted systems plus other expenses and all quotes. Wow. Why do you think when I read this article that I thought it would be our next topic? I can understand why. They pissed me off. Two notifications. Heckle. Now. And hi there 700 is live. Chat speech bubble. Until the cup of tea and hot beverage. Time sensitive. Clear. And goodbye. Heckle. Heckle. 13 minutes ago. At Shakingo. Clear. 12th. Screen locked. Why do you think I sat here yesterday and decided, you know what? I'm going to take some good quotes out of this because these are numbers that people need to hear. The blindness community is not aware of the type of damage that has that I've read about <clears throat> that goes on in this industry. My goal is not to scare anybody, especially those who are hearing me for the first time. Twitter. Now, LA Metro 
But you can do your own research and learn about what these groups are up to if you choose not to believe me. I didn't write up my rant, but I knew exactly how I wanted to do it after reading these specific numbers. What do you think, Nick? I think that you're entirely right in what you say. Um, and I think people should be made aware of the fact that this is out there, unfortunate as it is. MLB. Now, Carlson with the cannon flex bicep. 97.2 miles per hour. You won't believe this Dylan Carlson throw from center. Clear. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> screen lock. I don't even know what team he's on. 97 so. mile an hour uh, 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 oh, that ball thing. being oh. thrown at you to, to get somebody out or something. Oh, God. Oh, my. Good night. The Dodgers teed off uh, just a little bit ago, so that's probably what... uh, Wow. Oh, that may have been it. But one of the other things... The Dodgers uh, just uh, just teed off against Arizona a little bit ago. Oh, should be a win. But anyway, one of the things... That also ahead, just please. ticks. One of the things that ticks me off about, well, not just this attack, but any kind of ransomware attack, is just the horrible position it puts these people in because you don't actually know. I mean, you don't know if you're actually going to get your data back. Yeah, supposedly they are going to give you the key. But how do you know that you're actually going to do that? You're dealing with criminals. Keep that in mind. But at the same time, if you're talking about a hospital, you don't really have a choice, which really pisses me off because your systems are basically gone. Why do you think I wanted to talk about this article? I read it and I'm like, this is gotta be this week's topic even though I'm gonna be joining a brand new network who's gonna carry me it's important and you guys can go and get every podcast on my tech blog in regards to the security box every one of them is linked through SenseSpace and so you can search for podcasts. At one point, I had put a list of podcasts together, but you can go to the podcast category at, at uh, jaredtech.help and get any podcast you want. And if you need a link, please feel free to contact me. <clears throat> if you find something that interests you, like us talking about Conti in the past, and the podcast isn't available for you to download, please let me know because... Uh, Information is key here, and I don't want to scare anybody, but this community has no idea, or a lot of people in this community, excuse me, don't know what goes on in this industry. Yep. They just expect 
you know, their technology to work. And that's the, I think that's as far as they go. Correct. Okay. I write, we know that Ireland was affected by ransomware and this ma- and this massive group. So I- Ireland and Germany. <clears throat> that attack against Ireland could have costed the country $600 million. If I haven't been on my soapbox today, I don't know if I'll be done. Oh, man. Hey, this article is something that I just... I don't really have any good answers, but I, it doesn't make me very happy. I can tell you that much. We also know in the article states that they ravaged the healthcare industry in 2020. Leaked chats indicate that they had access to at least... 400 different uh, where are we uh, indicate that they had access to at least 400 different health care groups in the United States alone what the there could have been more and the article actually indicates more than 400, and I put that in quotation marks. This is well-known information, folks, and I know some of you <clears throat> need hospital care because some of you in this industry, in this uh, group that I Target have other problems that might need medical care at the hospital from time to time. It's not a sh- there's no need to be ashamed that you have other issues that might need you to go to the hospital. I know one person who has seizures and at times they have gone to the hospital because of those seizures or other health issues that needed immediate attention. I'm not mentioning any names. This is and has been for a number of years a huge problem I suggest that people look up Ryuk R-Y-U-K and Conti C-O-N-T-I and learn about what these groups are up to and what they have done so that you are aware of what's happening so that if a hospital does turn you away there has to be a good reason. It's not because you're disabled. There could be a very serious reason 
why they can't take you. And they can't, and they don't have to disclose that to you because they're no. not going to tell you we just got hit by ransomware and we can't take you, even though we'd love to help you and you're in dire need right now. They're not going to tell you that. They're just going to um, tell the ambulance that they can't take you and divert you somewhere else. They're not going to tell you anymore. And the, fa- and the fact that Ryuk, that was the group that was responsible for at least the Germany death. I don't remember what other death it was. I think it was in Ireland too, but I don't remember that to be the case. A source confiding in Krebs and sharing information indicate that it could have been at least one hospital a day. Wow. I had fun writing this up yesterday. Or was it Monday? No, Monday that I wrote it up. This program is being broadcasted on April 27th and will be aired on April 29th on the other network. I don't want to scare anybody for your first program. But this, <clears throat> this is something that we need to be aware of because unless people start getting arrested and the group getting disbanded, it might put a bit of a strain on the group and it might stop it for a little while. That's what we need. This is... We're not even done with statistical stuff yet, Nick. Oh, no. Sixty percent of victims hit by ransomware paid their extortion. And this is according to a survey by security firm Proofpoint. Sixty percent... And most of them were hospitals. I can guarantee you that because hospitals are running older software because they can't upgrade because they're always on. They're always running. There is no real time to update their systems. There's always emergencies. I get that. But I've been sounding the alarm for years that hospitals have got to do something instead of this we're going to run on on Windows XP and we'll just be fine. Wait, whoa, did I did I hear you just say what I think you just said? It was reported that they were running that at least a lot of hospitals were running Windows XP. Oh my. I I'm speechless. 
just thought I would just thought I would add that. We are approaching the top of the hour uh, broadcasting time. We started a little bit over the top of the hour. You've got the security box on the independent channel of 98.6 The Mix and Blue Streak Radio. I'm going to pause for a file switch, and when we come back, we will continue with more of the Conti ransomware discussion. We'll be back in just a moment. The Security Box with Jared Reimer on KKNX. Would you like to join us on the Security Box email list? Several of us will post articles, several may comment on the articles, and you're welcome to join us to talk about what interests you. Post articles, join the discussion, and maybe learn something that you might not have learned before. The subscription process is fairly easy. Just send a blank email to the security box dash subscribe at 986themix.com or find a link to the security box at 986themix.com under the list for social media. This service is part of 986themix's email list. Come join us today. We are back up and running, and uh, Nick, welcome back to the program. I've decided what we're going to do is, mm-hmm. when I switch files, we're going to play like a short little advertisement or the uh, promo that I have here for the security box email list, and we started this last program You can subscribe to our email list where you can get articles like the one we're talking about, and it is set up as a discussion list. Everybody's welcome to join. They can post articles they've read in the security landscape, and we can can definitely discuss it. The list is hosted through 986themix, and it is easy to subscribe. Just send a blank email to the security box dash subscribe at 986themix.com <clears throat> I can always I, I can also play other shorter you know promotional things like white cane travel or menvi as uh, commercial breaks to allow people a, a chance for a break okay um and that's for the podcasted version I'm not going to do it live. 
I'm not going to do it as part of the live program. I think that makes sense. So we know that Conti is one group that has been known to go ahead and shame people who do not pay the ransom. We know Our Evil did it. We know Ryuk did it. We know that because articles have mentioned this. Re-Evil and others have also been known, as I write, for that too. Quote, Since the beginning of 2022, Conti has claimed responsibility for hacking a cancer testing lab a medical prescription service online a biomedical testing facility a pharmaceutical company and a spinal surgery center The Healthcare Information and Management Systems Society recently released its 2021 HIMSS Healthcare Security Survey linked as a PDF which interviewed 167 healthcare cybersecurity professionals and found 67% had experienced a significant security incident in the past year. And by the way, that's in quotes. The significant security incident is in quotes. Wow. I bet you were about to get a call from somebody that I thought might be the case, so I will take Nick off air for the moment. But folks, uh, this is really something else. This is something to think about. And we, as a community, have to know what is going on in the industry. There's no way for us to know every little detail as I bring Clubhouse back on so that Nick can just say something when he's ready. But this is something that it could affect or affect a lot of us. I know one person who actually went into the hospital because they got very sick. There was a little bit of social engineering involved in confirming that they were actually there. Some some people knew they were there while others didn't, but it went out all over the phone world. 
that they were there and they're one of these private people just think about it if that hospital that they went to get cared for was targeted and I believe they had to uh, go out of their city to get cared for at one point I think what we're going to do because I think Nick is still on his phone call I did bring Clubhouse back on but I'm not hearing anything at the moment is we will in theory uh, continue with what's going on he's probably able to hear us so I think we'll be alright but there's there's definitely more here about the survey that I wrote that uh could be of interest to us. For example, the survey also found that just 6% less or less of respondents' information technology budgets were devoted to cybersecurity although roughly 60% of respondents said their cybersecurity budgets would increase in 2022. I don't think there ever has been cybersecurity in places like hospitals. You can search for ransomware in hospitals and come up with many stories in the last couple of years alone in all kinds of states I remember reading all kinds of stories about this hospital got breached, this hospital got taken, this hospital has ransomware, that hospital I believe there was a whole network involved at one point and one of them dealt with the billing aspect of patients and that affected a bunch of places Last year, just 79% of respondents said they'd fully implemented antivirus or other anti-malware systems. Only 43% reported they fully implemented intrusion detection and prevention technologies, which ends this quote. Email links are 
the trigger of getting into networks, says the FBI in the article. That doesn't surprise me. So somebody says that they need you to do something. Yep. And you think that it is a legitimate thing, so you click. And that is what is getting a lot of people in trouble. Uh, Nick, I will let you go ahead and speak. I know that I went uh, a little bit further while you were there, so go ahead, please. Okay, that... The number you gave, that just seems so shocking, so sad that it's so small in terms of people having basically functioning fully up-to-date antivirus software. I mean, that's what, hard to believe. the 43% or the 67 the 43. Why is that shocking in this industry? Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at it in terms of us, but you'd think that an industry that deals with so much very sensitive customer data credit cards, um, and basically so much other information, you'd think they'd be better protected. I don't think you're wrong about that. But remember, they can't run the latest operating system without getting it vetted by people who are supposed to be able to test the software and everything to make sure that it can run on the latest operating system and they say why do we need to upgrade we're always doing stuff um you know i've seen when i was working at the hospital the computers Mm -hmm. were rolling oh they're rolling computers they're not sitting in one place That's a bit of a shock. At least in one hospital. Now, they do have cubicles and they do have things. So some of the work is done at desks and cubicles. But Mm -hmm. I think I've seen a few of those rolling computers. And I actually ran into one with my cart because I was delivering stuff and I couldn't see in front of me because I had a whole bunch of stuff on the cart. Oh, man. But I didn't harm anything. I think they realized that I was trying to be cautious and I sent something and I didn't exactly know where to go. Right. I'm going to have to step out for a minute and I do have to warn you, Mr. Loud Music is coming. (laughs) So uh, we're not even, uh, we're almost done with this should we take a song break and uh let people catch their breath 
And then we can I come back and continue with more? I think so. All right, let's do that. Let's do that then. I will... Uh, we'll go ahead and play a track. Um, but there's definitely more to this that we should cover. And <clears throat> uh, we'll do that. Let's uh, play a little bit of a longer track. I'm no longer following this artist because while I like the idea of what they're doing, um, some of the messages they sent out included messages like, I'm losing followers and this, that, and the other. And of course, they have a right to send what they want. But no, I'm not going to play this. It's it's 30 plus minutes, I think. Actually, let's see something. Let's see something first. What's the length of this? Oh, it's not that long. Okay, I could play this. And they treated this like a cassette. So side A is one, is one track, side B is a different. That's the name of the track. I think this song might be a little bit appropriate. And we're going to play Cryptid Creature. It's a 2020 album by, uh, by um, an artist, H-E-11-G-I-R-1. And the reason why I've decided on Follow Them isn't because the music's bad, but because the name keeps changing and it's not consistent. Um, I do like what they offer. Don't get me wrong. It's definitely something different in, in the music industry as, as independents go. Let's play this six-minute track and allow people to take their take a breath. And when we come back, we'll have more of the discussion on this. You've got the security box. This is program 92 of the series broadcasting on Wednesday afternoon on the independent channel of 98.6 The Mix and rebroadcasted on Blue Streak Radio Friday mornings at 6 a.m. Pacific, 8 Central Time. And thank you so much for having an interest. We will continue right after this track.
Cryptid Creature Side A from the Cryptid Creature album from HE11GIR1 who's on Bandcamp and uh, you could try and search that name but I've seen it change from time to time and so it's not a name that I would necessarily use Welcome back to the security box. Email, iMessage, tech, T-E-C-H, at M-E-N-V-I dot O-R-G. You can also text or uh, or iMessage, J-A-R-E-D-R-I-M-E-R, at 986themix.com if you wish. We broadcast this program every Wednesday on the independent channel of 98.6 The Mix, and we are going to start with this program airing every Friday morning at 8 Central, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Blue Streak Radio at bluestreakradio.com. <coughs> We've got Clubhouse back on, so when Nick comes back, we'll he'll be able to pick up. But uh, let's continue with uh, what's going on here. So we talked about the FBI and the fact that Email links are the culprit, and I'm not in disagreement with that. Um, Although it wouldn't surprise me if something else could also be at play here. How about a phone call? Maybe they got a text message. I would surmise if they really wanted to pull it off without really getting detected. And they didn't want to send an email. They could, in theory, just pick up the phone. But with so many people that work at a hospital, the email is probably the better way to go. And I... I'm not going to say that it's the only way. But we know that email links are a problem. Which is why when I send out links, I am going to go ahead and tell you what I'm sending. I recently sent an email to a bunch of people about Thursday the 28th and the meeting that I will be attending And the fact that the agenda was available. I mentioned that it was a PDF attachment. The meeting was this Thursday. And uh, that I didn't have a whole lot of time to read. And that this uh, this is what the attachment is. And I think that's what we need to do. And if I send a link... I'm going to tell you what the link is. Like, if I send somebody a link to the podcast on the blog, I'll say, this is the link to the blog post, which talks about what the podcast is about. And links are available there to download. And a link to the RSS is also made available there, too. And so I I think what really we need to do is solve this problem by telling people what we are sending. And remember that our addresses can be spoofed. And it actually has happened to me and somebody else I know 
Because I asked her, I said, did you send something? like, you're sending me stuff too. And I'm like, I'm just curious because I know I'm running software and I'm clean. And so we know that email has been spoofed for a while. So, and that continues to be the problem, especially with uh, business email compromise you know, takeovers and, and things of that nature. I don't know if Nick is still with us. I know he said he would be stepping away for a moment. Um, I don't hear that he's back. But I'm going to go ahead and continue with what we're talking about here. Uh, besides the FBI saying that email links are uh, part of the problem... I also write that it takes advantage of Microsoft Office documents with PowerShell scripts. Initiating Cobalt Strike, which then drops our good friend Emotit. Now, Cobalt Strike is just a tool. But emote it, I believe, can lead to ransomware. So, part of the problem is that Microsoft thought it would be really cool. And, and one of my guys who I work with talked to me a little bit about computers, how they work, the registry, all kinds of things. And he was telling me that Microsoft had this great idea of bringing on the idea of running scripts. Now PowerShell is actually quite interesting because it's a more advanced method of accessing things. You could probably access things through it than through the uh, operating system itself without using this advanced tool. It's more of a tool than, than anything, but actors have been known to abuse this tool. So, this is a huge problem. Uh, all right. This gives them the ability to deploy ransomware across the network. So, Emotic may be another dropping tool. I forget exactly, but we know that the group deploying it, from what I understand, has been decommissioned. But that doesn't mean that uh, the software isn't still out there causing havoc. Okay. 
According to the observations, Conti can sit in a network from four days to three weeks before deploying ransomware. And there's a very serious question I ask. Do you know what's in your network? And that's how I end the discussion. There's a lot here. I get it. I don't expect everybody to... get it all understand it all in one piece but this is the light of what we have to live in especially if we need medical care and every one of us no matter what our disabilities are, need some form of medical care. Luckily, I've never needed a hospital uh, stay. But I know people who have, and I know people who have died even after getting that care, either because the hospital did something or they, were, they just ended up succumbing to whatever was going on. One of them I knew quite well and actually worked for me. So that's it. That's the end of this discussion unless uh, Nick or anybody else who might be listening uh, wants to uh, submit something. I don't have anything uh, in the in the email on the Wednesday program but this is something that is a little concerning So, this is uh, definitely something to think about. I think. I don't have any listener comments anywhere by the way if you do want to follow me on social media I can be found on Twitter my username there is J-R-I-M-E-R 2008 and find other social media on my website at jaredreimer.net that's J-A-R-E-D R-I-M-E-R dot net and it is under the heading for social media.
This is something that is concerning me in this field. That's why I wanted to make it the main topic of today's program. It would have been nothing for me to just sit there, read my thoughts, you know, read the notes as I wanted to present it, talk about what interest me, interested me about it, and end a show. I can do that without having Clubhouse or anything else. But I really appreciate those that popped in, even if they didn't say anything on Clubhouse. I appreciate those who listen on the podcast, even if they decide they don't want to say anything. Without us getting the knowledge out, we're never going to get as secure as we can and I think it's time that things like this and you know learning about what type of damage they've you know a, 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 a group like this has done is worth discussing and uh It is going to be one of these things that may never go away. So... I'm looking at my back channel on uh, Club Deck in case, or Clubhouse in, cl- in case uh, people wanted to say something and I'm not following them, so I don't see anything there. So I think unless Nick has something else that he would like to contribute, I know he said he was going to step away, but I want to give him one more opportunity to say something before I end the room. And get this uh, program ended and me making it available as a podcast. I'm not hearing anything, so I assume that we're probably good or we're not available. Or, or you want to say something but you're not available that's okay too this is the last program for the month of April next month is May already next week I believe that starts on Monday I will go ahead and end the room on Clubhouse. I appreciate those who came by. If you're listening on 
replay you want to say something about the program feel free to do that I will see everybody next week I don't know what the topic's going to be but it's probably going to be another doozy as it always is we don't know what happens in this landscape thank you so much for listening participating and commenting if you wish I will see everybody on another edition of the program next time. Goodbye, everybody. Now I've ended. The room on Clubhouse. So let's play two more tracks. One of them is going to be Queens, Another One Bites the Dust. And I think that I will play the track Burn no not from the original artist who I'm not remembering at the moment but from the Maccabees from their 2013 single I appreciate everybody for tuning in and thank you to our new friends at Blue Streak Radio. We'll be back with another edition of the program next week and until then Thank you so much for listening. Stay safe, everybody. Cause we got the fire, fire, fire. Yeah, we got the fire, fire, fire. We, we don't have to worry about nothing. Cause we got the fire. And we burn it eight nights of something They They're gonna see us from outer space Outer space Light it up They burn it bright for the human race Human race When the lights turn down They don't know what they heard Strike the match
Another one bust the dust. Hey, hey. Another one bust the dust. Hey.